With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon Conan with Sports Talk with Brandon on this Tuesday. Today, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw from last night. Basically, Raw in a nutshell, the first two hours felt long. The last hour was really good. There was some good stuff in between. Not nothing great, like nothing mind-blowing. But ultimately... We're getting closer to TLC. They're trying to build things, but this Raw felt long in the tooth, in a sense. Like, so many short matches. There were a couple of good matches. Like, we had Hardy, Bobby Lashley in the third hour, which is really good. We also had... um, We also had the Drew McIntyre, Miz TV segment, which parts of it were good. Parts of it were kind of like the Miz and Morrison stick is kind of getting old. They're not really, they're funny at times, but they can be overly funny. And then we have the downright weird is the fact that Asuka and Shayna were doing a match. Only lasted five minutes, but the whole big thing was with Lana and Nia Jax and trying to, Lana trying to, Nia Jax trying to put Lana through a table. Lana gets out of it and that match ends up with a roll up. I'll get to that as well. Um, This. So this Raw started off with a tribute to Pat Patterson, 10 Bell Salute. Uh, everybody was on stage, including Vince McMahon and uh, Triple H. That was really sweet. I think that's a really nice thing to do. They played the video package about three or four times now. I won't go into it, but they have mentioned it, which is a good thing. Not a bad thing at all. Um, but it probably kicks off with Randy Orton coming to the ring. He said he's not scared of the Fiend. He He's ready for what he needs to do. And he challenges... He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna face the fiend at TLC, but he wants to face Bray Wyatt tonight. Before he even gets to that point, he says, um, Titantron comes up with a Firefly Funhouse. Bray comes to Titantron saying that he um, he's mad at him because you upset uh, Alexa and would you say I gotta kinda of mention that and you know I'm not gonna play in race. I'm not gonna play your games, games. And then they do like this game show kind of thing, which is really cool. Uh, called Let's Get Randy, and it's Rabbling Rabbit, Mercy the Buzzard, and Huskis the Pig Boy, and these are puppets, and they they play like a style like question game with the prizes being the crucifix from their previous encounter, Orton and Bray Wyatt, and then uh, the Carcass of Friendship Frog, which is also a puppet, which is actually really kind of really kind of interesting. They ask questions, then Rabbit, <laughs> he nobody gets the right answer, but Rabbit, Random Rabbit doesn't give the right answer at all. He pretty much says they should just sit down and talk it out. And Bray says he knows the right answer, and it's just dest- uh, destroying Randy and uh uh. You know, he's going to beat him up at TLC. Randy says, I want to face Bray Wyatt tonight. And not The Fiend, but just, you know, normal Bray Wyatt. And 
Bray accepts that match is going to be set for the main event tonight. So after this, we have a a backstage segment with the uh, the backstage segment for uh, Shannon Baszler and Nia Jax. They say that they're going to destroy the ladies at TLC. And they're not going to win these tag team pals. But first. We're gonna um, we're going to just we're gonna destroy Lana and Shanna says that her back's gonna be her front, her front's gonna be her back. And nonchalantly, Nia Jack said, So you're just gonna put a chest on her back. Basically, just kind of a funny plan thing. They they have good chemistry together. I just kind of feel like they're getting bogged down with the Lana stuff. I think Lana's good. I think Lana's interesting. So that's not a bad thing. It's just the way they're booking this doesn't feel right. Um, so we get to that match. So it's Shayna Baszler versus Asuka. The match starts off pretty hot. Like, they're going back and forth in submissions and counters and all this stuff. On the outside, you see uh, Nia Jax kind of just stirring and Lana's kind of watching the match. one point, Nia Jax just runs over and pretty much bulldozes Lana. Grab Lana. About to put her through the table. Lana hits a hurricane Rana to throw neck, giant necks, Nia Jax into the announce table. And as that's going on, Shannon gets distracted. Shannon's like, what's going on? What's going on? And she's screaming at Lana. Lana's running up the ramp. Um, and as that's happening, Oscar rolls up Shannon Baszler for the win. And they win the match. This was kind of sad. I thought this one, Matt, I, or... I thought this match would go longer. It should have probably gone longer. I um, I don't really think it's fair to say this is bad. It's not terrible. It's just like... It's more of like a... Um, uh, it was more like the... Have a good story going, but I think it's getting bogged down with Nia Jax trying to destroy Lana. They're going to fight next week, Nia Jax and Lana, before their pay-per-view match at TLC for the tag titles. I have a hunch Lana's going to win that, most likely. Um, and then they lose at the pay-per-view. But it could be a thing. Lana wins that, but they also win at the pay-per-view. Anything can happen. After this, um, we had... We had a backstage segment with the Hurt Business. They're walking backstage. Um, they're going to... We're prepared tonight. We are... You know, they're they're going to do some good things tonight. They're looking forward to what's going to happen. And a production guy walks in front of them. And Alexander's been really good. I love his character. I love the way he's doing his character. And he, like, screamed in the production hand. You know, we're walking, get out of our way. He starts walking towards Lash. Lash says, go the other direction. And he does. He gets out of the shot. And then they keep walking on. So that was it in the backstage segment for that. And then... Then another backstage segment, Dana Brooke uh, and Ricochet backstage. Riddle walks up and asks if they want to cronut or a... Bronut, which is like his donut thing he had pitched a lot to MVP earlier. He says he asked where Lashley what Lashley is, and he says they said they don't know. We're strategizing here, and he said if, if they know where Lashley is, please tell him. He walks off. Interviewer comes up. Interviewer says 
So, to ask Rishi, you know, why you, you know, why y'all to be up tonight? I, I'm good at being part of a team, but I'm not good at a team that's just being rude. Basically, what he said, and then he said she, she's gonna get back at reckoning for what she did, and that's the reason I have this black eye. Reckoning did this to me, but I'm gonna destroy her tonight. I. I was actually not surprised by this. I figured they were going to do that anyway. Uh, so after this, we have Reckoning and Slapjack versus um, uh, versus uh, Dana Brooke and uh, Ricochet. This match was a little nothing. This was like a five-minute match. Ricochet starts out with Slapjack. They go back and forth. Dana Brooke gets in there. They she's a house of fire. She just starts beating up Reckoning like crazy, and ends up she hits a like a I forget like it's a it's like a spine buster kind of muscle buster thing, and she wins. They beat the team. Uh, Reckon you know uh, Retribution. Um, and then after this, they leave the ring and almost softly are berating them again, like he did last week. I don't know what they could do at Retribution. They feel like they're kind of in a lossless place right now, and I understand they're trying to build them up, but fans just didn't like it when they first debuted, unlike when they did with uh, AEW and um, the Dark Order. It was bad at first. It's gotten better. It's way miles better than where it started. So fans kind of warmed up to that. Um, ultimately, though, not surprised um, that they won here. And after this, we have Sheamus backstage getting ready for his match. And Keith Lee walks up and says, you know, nobody believes you. you you're you're going to turn on Drew McIntyre. And if you do, you're going to get paid. And Sheamus like, do you want to, if before the same is like, do you want to say something, Keith? And he said that right after he says that. And then then Sarah and, and Seamus says, uh, um, Seamus says, you know, I'm going to go turn to my tag team partner now. And, and he walks off and, um, uh, Keith, Keith just looks mad and, and just kind of stares off in the distance. After this, we see... Um, after this, we miss TV. Um, they invite AJ Styles to it. And Styles says, you know, I'm going to win. This will be the first time I face Drew McIntyre. And he says that we're, um, we are, you know, we're going to beat them tonight and I'm going to, you know, do everything we can. As this is going on, Miz and them do these weird British actions, which, which is bad, terrible, so terrible. They go through the whole bit, literally the whole bit. I thought Seamus would come out earlier. He did it. They went through the whole bit and then Seamus came out and Seamus like, you know, you, 
you do that. I actually give you credit. It sounded pretty decent, but I'm going to go beat you up now. And then they're like, it's three against one. There's three of us and one of you. You have no friends. And Shane was like, I didn't come alone. Music hits. Drew McIntyre walks out. McIntyre and Shane, McIntyre and Shane just beats up Miz and Morrison. Like, hit any other. And then AJ's on the outside. He said, oh, we have a four-person, which is almost. And AJ's don't get in the fight at all. They just get beat up. Like, and then the best part of the segment, the best part of this segment out of everything they did was the fact that you saw Drew McIntyre take the money of the brief briefcase and just fling it across from inside the ring all the way to the stage and almost knock out a panel of lights for the stick for the ancient ramp. That was pretty good. That was the only good part of this segment. And usually I I'm pretty okay with mid team segment. This one was a little rough. A little rough for a mid TV segment. But after this, we um, we have uh, Kofi versus Chelsea Benjamin. This is a good back and forth match. Kofi wins with the Forum Paradise. Another short match as well. And then and then Cedric Anderson says, "I want to face you." And it kind of goads Kofi into having another match. He does. Kofi loses that one, even though he's had a hard ankle because Benjamin worked over the ankle in the first match or the leg in the first match. Benjamin wins that. Benjamin's so excited. He celebrates with his Hurt Business buddies, and he's just pumped. He's won two matches without Hurt Business help. Off the back of something else, in, in a sense, but... Um... So after this, we had Drew and Sheamus versus Miz, Morrison, and AJ Styles. So Sheamus hit and starts off, beats up Morrison, kind of throws Shame, throws Morrison, yeah, works him over. The numbers advantage gets overwhelmed. Miz, um, Miz works over Sheamus a bit, and you know AJ gets in there, and beats up Sheamus. AJ didn't really tag in for the first like five, ten minutes of this match because he was waiting. You know he's waiting to beat up Drew. Drew finally tags in, goes to the house of fire a little bit. AJ finally gets in when they beat him down. Enough to get in the corner. Um, after this, also, we kind of see uh, Sheamus trying to help, but he doesn't. He, at one point, they are on the outside, kind of bickering. Shane uh, McIntyre says, "Get your hand in the game," and they catch more. I think it's Morrison, and it pretty much does like a double, like double flat flip over both their heads over the announce paper into chairs. Uh, in the announced chairs, it was like, wow, okay. They're back on the same page. We come back from rehearsal. Miz is working over Sheamus again. Um, Sheamus again. And and they're kind of bearing Sheamus down. Sheamus again worked over a lot. He gets hot tagged to Drew. Drew is a house fire again. And this is like how this match is going. Miz and Morrison are getting worked over a lot. Miz and Morrison are getting worked over so much, it's pretty much they don't fuck Miz, Miz and Morrison well, as you can tell. Um, ultimately, um, after this, Seamus gets back in and Seamus really goes after everybody. He tries a bro kick on, on, um, Miz. He tries to work out on Morrison, misses, hits Drew, and then AJ hits the phenomenal forearm on Seamus to win. Um, they've... They tease the dissension between Seamus and Drew. And Drew's kind of looking at Seamus like, you know, I didn't mean to. 
or anything. So after this, after this, we we come we look to come back and Miz. And backstage, you see Sheamus. He's waiting for Drew because he knows. Um, or be actually before this segment, I've skipped one thing. Oscar's backstage with Lana. They announce the Lana facing Nia Jax, which I mentioned earlier. But also, Oscar's building Lana's confidence, saying you can beat Nia Jax. You can beat Nia Jax. We can win a tag house. All this kind of stuff. Um, and as they're saying that, Nia Jax walks in, stares at Lana. They don't say anything. They just kind of like tear off. And you can see Lana kind of scared. And that ends the segment. Right after this, they do another backstage segment where it's Shamus backstage kind of looking around, waiting for Drew to come beat him up. And she says, and they see an interview come up and said, so did you do that intentionally? I'm like, and he's like, no, I didn't do that intentionally. I didn't broke kick my teammate intentionally. And no, I'm not trying to sabotage my best friend kind of thing. Um... Drew comes out, they go, we go to commercial, come back, they start, they've already started brawling. And as they're brawling, they brawl backstage during Kadian. Other wrestlers around watching, they're destroying each other. Fitch was trying to get involved. Pat Buck try to get between them. He gets beat up for his trouble on accident. They like rip his rip his nice suit off and everything and put them through the table. They smile and walk off and high five and they were back good friends again and they're about to go, you know. Have a talk, and you see Pat Buck laid out. I love this part, but I also think it wasn't. It was well done enough to make sense, but it felt like it was kind of one of those things where you didn't build. You built the tension. You built the tension line. I get that, but the thing is, like, how do you under like is Seamus gonna turn heel or is he just gonna be a face with kind of a tweener thing? Ultimately, we don't know. We'll see where this goes. But it was a good little segment. I loved it. It was fun. Not something I would have expected from either one of these guys. So after this, we had Bobby Lashley versus Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy's backstage, and you know, Hart, you know, uh, Riddle walks up with the donuts, and Riddle's like, you know, um, we could have been a good tag team. You know, we could be called the Hardy Bros, and all this stuff here. And he's holding the donuts and everything. Jeff goes up in the match. Um, Lashley starts on a, starts hot. He works over Jeff a little bit. It's a good back and forth, but Lashley gets the upper hand at first. Once Lashley gets the upper hand, he uh, Jeff becomes a house come, has a comeback. That comeback is basically make kind of using his speed to get away from Lashley. Also hits he hits a couple punches, hits a twist of fate. Uh, tr- doesn't hit the swanton bomb. Hits a uh, another twist of fate. Doesn't get gets a two count for that. Lashley just picks him up. Put tries to put him in the hurt lock at first. Hardy breaks out, and then once Hardy Hardy tries to hit some more offense, Lashley finally hits the hurt lock. But at the same time, uh, Riddle comes out halfway through the match and says and helps out Hardy by making sure MVP doesn't interfere. MVP and so MVP doesn't interfere. Lashley wins. By just pretty much destroying Hardy the second half of the match, which was a really good match. Like this match went for 15, 20 minutes, um, but really good match. One of the out of everything on Raw, I think this was the best wrestling match of the night. The rest of the other ones were really short. This was really really good. Um, 
So then after the match, Riddle tries to get in there to beat up Lashley. Lashley pretty much throws Lashley throws Hardy at Riddle, and then Lashley leaves. Um, and then um, MVP takes one of the donuts, eats it, and throws the rest. You know, throws the box down, throws the donut. He ate down, and they leave. I think it was a good little match. I think it was fun. I think it was interesting. I think it was a good back and forth. Crash with different kind of fouls, but it worked. Um, so then after this, we had backstage. Randy's getting ready for his match against Bray Wyatt. Remember when Abbott comes in and he says, Wyatt's looking forward to him meeting you and hanging out with you. Um, and then Ram Ram leaves, and he'll see you out there, kind of thing. That was really good. I like the way they're kind of building that story up, so it makes sense. Um, it then we head to the main event, which was uh, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. This match was really fun. Wyatt, Randy Orton takes this. Um. Randy starts off really fast, kind of goes for stuff, and Orton and uh, Bray's just kind of having fun, laughing, enjoying it. He, but then he fires up and hits really big moves himself, tries to push the Abigail once. Orton breaks out of it, and then um, he hits this huge. Randy hits this huge like clothesline, tries for another sister Abigail, blocks it. He hits it. Uh, only gets a two off that. Randy gets back up, gets back on the house of side fire. He hits the. He doesn't hit the DDT. He doesn't actually go for that. I think he, he barely. I think he goes for DDT once, but uh, he hits. He uh, brave blocks it. But right before the lights about to come down, Lights have have go down. Randy notices it. As he's noticing it, he hits the RKO perfectly. As lights are about to go down, lights go down. He has the pen. Ref is, I think, counting. Um, but he, but the lights come back up. Fiend underneath. Fiend turns over, puts the mantle con on Randy to end the show. That was really good. Um, so that was really good. I enjoyed the way the back and forth was. I love the Bray Wyatt, like, Mr. Rogers character. It's a really well-done character, and Bray does it really well. So it makes sense that he he's just trying to be fun-loving and caring, but he's not really trying to fight. I love that about it. Um, I'm looking forward to where this goes next. I'm looking forward to next week. I wonder if, because they teased Orton was going to the fun house, and he said he wanted to knock on, knock on the door of the fun house. I think next week we're going to have Orton knocking the door in the Funhouse fully, and we might see a Funhouse Orton kind of thing in the Funhouse, in the Firefly Funhouse. But, like I said, this show was, the first two hours were long. The the third hour was really entertaining. I honestly think you could have put the Jeff Hardy match at the beginning, keep the Drew McIntyre and Sheamus match where it was, and maybe make the Asuka... Lana match a little bit longer, just because I think those would be the three matches you want to see. Right now, I would tell you watch Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, only because the bro kick thing at the end, the brawl at the end of the show, at the end of the match made sense. The first half of the match, they're destroying Miz and Morrison. 
Lashley Harding was the best match in the night, and then this Bray Wyatt Randy Orton match built something, and it was really good. I love the ending. I love the way it ended. It made sense. Um, but that is my review of Raw, Monday Raw from, from last night. Also tonight we're gonna have the Cowboys face face the Baltimore Ravens. Ultimately, I think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys will win. I think it's going to be a closer game than expected. Because both teams are kind of in a weird spot. Um, Cowboys don't really have off to speak of. Ravens have been up and down last week themselves. I think the Cowboys win 21-17. I think it's going to be low scoring. Most NFL has been low scoring last couple weeks. Um, even though I don't think the Cowboys need to win, I think they are better off if they lose because they have better try to get a better pick. But as we know, Dallas don't really do much with their draft picks right now. We'll see what they um, do in the next, uh, you know, what they would, do, you know, what they need to do. But I'm looking forward to the game unless I, like I said, I think the Cowboys win 21-17. Uh, I think you're going to have big games from Pollard. I think you're going to have a really good game from the tight ends for Dallas. That's going to be your big things. And I think one of your wide receivers, uh, either Gallup or Cooper. Um, one of them two will go off, and I think that's going to be the other big part of the game. But those are, that's my prediction for tonight's game. It's weird to have a Tuesday night game. We've had some moving around in games this year because of COVID. But um, I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy. I'll be back on Thursday to do my NXT review, post-NXT from uh, Taker War Games. I want to see what they do about talk about there. Um, but like I said, I hope you did enjoy. I hope you're here for next time. See ya. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.